life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. Welcome, I'm Jillian Moss-Backman, and this is Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice. I'm just like all revved up. I don't know if it's the show outside or the beautiful weather. It seems like every couple of months I address the weather, <laughs> but I can't help it because it's just been such gorgeous fall days out here in the Midwest, and it's days like these that I take my computer outside and I write until the battery goes dead. But it's hard to stay focused because so many people are out and about now because they know winter's coming at some point soon. But it's so fun to watch people out there because you never know what's going to cross your path. And then you think you're never going to top yourself with something you see and then the next time you do it, something else or somebody interesting passes you by and you go, that's going to be the one that sticks in my mind. So the next time... Last week's show was a little sad and depressing, and I didn't mean to bring everybody down, but as I said last week, I'm going to keep on talking about these kind of events until we get this stuff under control, whatever that means. So last week's show was on that tormented man who went on that shooting rampage several weeks ago at the Washington, D.C. Navy Yard. And it had been reported that I talked about in the news that this killer suffered from what people are labeling hearing voices in his head and talks about low frequency and all this other kind of stuff and that it was extremely destructive and dangerous and this is what caused the man to ultimately pull the trigger and kill all those people on that fateful day a couple weeks ago. On the show that I talked about last week, I really wanted us to separate the difference between what spiritual teachers talk about and label hearing that inner soul voice in your mind's eye versus what they're talking about with this man and he described in his own sick mind as hearing voices from microwaves and walls or whatever. I think it's extremely important that we're able to separate out what the killer is identifying in his own mind's eye in a sick way that he was versus what spiritual teachers, and in fact, I lump myself in that category because I catch myself using that same catchphrase a lot, which is listen to that inner voice. Now, reasonable people, as we know, and we found out in the last couple of weeks, there were some other mental issues going on with this young man. But I really talked about taking a moment to instruct ourselves to continue to listen to that inner soul voice, even though all of these reporters and the media people are trying to connect the dots that this is the main reason the young man did those tragic things a couple of weeks ago. Let's keep it all in perspective, people. You know, there's a great big gap between what they're talking about and listening to our inner soul messages and that inner soul voice versus that. 
So you want to go back and listen to that show at Blog Talk Radio and look under my page, of course, Change Already with Jillian. Or you can go to my website at JillianMossBackman.com. And in the last couple weeks, it's now up on iTunes. And I believe I labeled that show something, Listen to Your Inner Voices or something like that. I just really want to make sure that we isolate this as a lone experience and not clump it together with the rest of us that have a healthy relationship with that soul inner voice that we're talking about on a regular basis versus the dark illusionary messages that this young man was receiving a source that's not from that inside soul love place that we talk about all the time. Next, I want to go on and talk about this intuition and messages that I refer to all the time. The bigger question becomes, where are all those messages that we talk about on a regular basis and encourage everyone to follow through and listen to it? We want to look at the bigger picture and assimilate, where are these things coming from and what do we label as our own intuition? It's so strange because they come to us, these messages, and the thoughts that we come from are so different and unique from one person to another, but there's a few generalities that we've been able to figure out how and what this intuition that we talk about and that intuitive, empathic thought that's going on inside of our gut feelings that we talk about. A lot of people really dismiss those intuitive thoughts because they don't understand, nor do they have the capacity to articulate some of those kind of things. But today I want to use the half hour we have left to talk about intuition and exactly the diversity that it comes from. Yesterday, I did a little experiment on my Facebook page and Twitter. I asked each one of you to take two or three words that describe your personal intuition. I was surprised that the response was really wonderful. A lot of people reached out. Some people kind of broke the rules and used more than two or three words. I know it was kind of a hard task to narrow it down to three words, but I wanted to see what you guys thought of out there and how you describe your own personal intuition. I want to talk about, after this short break, some of the sweetest responses I got. I was overwhelmed by both men and women on what they see as their own intuitive thought and how people describe it so differently and unique unto themselves. I want to talk about, after the break, a specific category. I want to address the idea that men look at intuition and regard it and label it a different, completely different way than us women. Now, I can't talk for men, but I can certainly be observant and pay attention to how they put it out in the world 
And, of course, I'm a woman, so I can easily describe my own intuitive thoughts. And I, too, tried to do the task at hand, which was put two or three words to what I thought my own personal intuition looks like, feels like, and how I would describe it to somebody else. So while we take this short break, I want those of you that didn't participate in that small experiment on Facebook and Twitter, think about this question. If you had to answer it to yourself, how many, two or three words, would you describe your own personal intuition? After the break, I want to talk about the differences between men and women and the cusp of where we're going next in overall intuitive, empathic thought. So we'll be right back after that break. Think about those that question. Write it down if you need to. We'll talk about it after the break. Looking for more? Welcome back. Here's your host, Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. I'm your host, Julie Moss-Backman, and this is Change Already. Just a few program notes. You know, I'm working on scheduling the rest of the year for programs. I'm excited. I've got some good things coming up in October. Um, I've got 
something about John Wayne, and I've got um, some other things about spiritual trends that I'm working on. I'm interested in talking about spiritual trends and where we're all going with this. You know, it's been an open discussion for a while now, probably about 20 years, if you put it collectively all together with everything that's going on out there. And at repeat, I'm going to look at that. And what does it mean if we've peaked? Where do we go in our own spirituality? Because there's people every day that are popping on to their own soul voice, thank goodness. And I really believe if we can get this mass consciousness to awaken and understand and get in tune with their own soul voice, meaning what's the highest good for themselves and others, it's going to have that ripple effect that's going to help take care of the kind of things that happened a couple of weeks ago in the Washington, D.C. area. Now, is it going to stop those kind of events? Of course not. That's a part of human nature. That's a part of the human experience. But maybe we can stop or get in there and try to infiltrate maybe one or two that maybe we could stop in the past before it gets to a dangerous point that it did a couple of weeks ago. So let's get back to the subject at hand, which is intuition, that inside soul voice that I talked about last week in a healthy way this week. And I want to talk about diversity. And when I say diversity today, I want to talk about the difference between men and women. Now, women, I'm going to give you a heads up today. I'm working very hard not to bash the girl crowd but I'm going to give you a, just a heads up that I really have a strong opinion about intuition and everyone's use of it. So I will work very hard to stay neutral on the subject, but I'm a little disheartened the way women are handling the awakening that men are having with their own spirituality and intuition. If you recall, after before the break, I requested each one of you, if you haven't asked that internal question of yourself yet, how would you answer in two or three words, describe your own personal intuition? I did so, and I talked about that on the Facebook page, and I want to read some of the responses that I got from the men versus the women. It was very interesting, and please go to my Facebook page under Jillian Moss Backman, that's J-I-L-L-I-A-N-M-A-A-S-B-A-C-K-M-A-N. And here are some of the things that the women responded, which was so fascinating from a scientific point of view. Their words were more descriptive like adjectives, almost like their intuition was an action, a movement a force that creates some kind of action and taking of a behavior. Some of the phrases that I saw on that Facebook page were alive and breathing, passionate, consciously aware, and total gratitude. Now, that was the women's side. Now, the men responded to the same question, in this manner, from the gut, trustworthy, quiet voices, from the heart, 
And my personal favorite, SWAG, S-W-A-G, Scientific Wild Ass Guest. <laughs> now, you have to admit, ladies, that was probably one of the best posts I heard. Someone gave that to me somewhere else, and I thought, wow, that's very descriptive from a man's point of view, isn't it? If you look at the words that the man's post, the men posted, it described a more practical, logical state of mind. In fact, if you really step back and look at it, they use more nouns to describe their intuition, like gut, voice, heart. I thought it was interesting that the men responded with more of a placement, like they actually can identify it somewhere within their body systems versus a woman that was more etherical and had more adjectives that it was like an overall place that they go to, but it's this nebulous place, but they just know it's there. You know, like women's intuition. You don't have to describe it. We just know it's there. I thought it was a fun and short and quick experiment, but it demonstrated exactly what I thought I would find. Isn't it interesting how both men and women, all of us, including all children, boys and girls, have this gift of intuition, but the way that the sexes articulate their own empathic thought is so counterintuitive to each other. Now, if you go back, and there's lots and lots of scientific evidence that uses brain patterns to go and correlate with the same kind of simple experiment I did, meaning men have a tendency to assign more logical terms to this empathic thought that they have in their mind just in general versus a more spiritual and emotional kind of counterintuitive stuff that women do. The reason I'm bringing all this up is because I really believe that we are in this humongous growth spurt that we're going through culturally. And ladies, I don't want you to squelch those, those brand new men that are starting to tap into their own intuition. I don't want you to trample or even take away from this progressive movement that the men are doing out there. Because in some respect, we've been asking for them to be more sensitive, more open to a spiritual and emotional way. And their intuition is a perfect example of how they can get there on their own. So we have to, as a culture, women, be a little more open and understand that they're working on how to do this. One of the greatest strengths that men do have, however, is they do and are able to express their intuitive side to delivery to, to their intuitive information. The challenge becomes for the rest of us to understand their delivery is so different than how we women say it. I'll give you an example. It's like a Mack truck. They come straight at you. How many of you can honestly say 
including myself. I've never had a man that walks up to me on the street or had a session with or even a conversation that would come to me and announce with their chest all puffed up, I have a message from you from spirit. Ladies, really, that's the kind of style that we use. I can't tell you how many women come to me and tell me this exact thing. Why? Because we've been doing it forever. We're quite accustomed to talking this way because it's emotional and it's spiritual and it comes from the right side of our brain. But if you had a man come to you and tell you and announce that he had a message you for you from spirit, you'd throw him out with you'd throw him out the door. They just don't talk like that. It reminds me of that book by John Gray. Remember, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. In that book, he talks about the dialogue being so counterintuitive from each other. Now, in that book, he addresses more intellectual and emotional and mental things. But we can lay that on top of the intuitive spiritual language that we use between ourselves and our men. Since we've been using this, you know, we all call it women's intuition, sometimes, ladies, we have to be responsible for filling in the blanks of what they're trying to tell you. It's not so much the way that they see and interpret their intuition, but for some reason, we don't see it as true intuition which I believe is really detrimental for the men who are awakened and looking for a very spiritual life. You should be looking at it this way. The delivery is going to come to you the same way they talk every day, using words like coming from the gut or swag. Try to understand that what's coming from them is more a critical, objective, and mystical undertones in their own presentation. Here are some clues when when working with your men or people in your life that use their own intuition. Men will never tell you and give you a precursor to get ready, here comes a big message from spirit like the rest of us. Watch for those critical statements. Watch for those objective undertones, the words that I described usually. They usually never look you straight in the eye. In fact, they seem to have their eye patterns will wander to one side or the other, just for a brief moment, because what they're doing is they're connecting to the inside, just like all of us do. Or watch for their eyes to close very gently, very quickly, as if they're searching for the right words to put into them so you don't think they're a crazy man. They're extremely articulate and very good at their intuitive sense on the inside if you let them come to you. But lots of times women are so anxious to get an awakened man We're scaring the heck out of them, ladies. You cannot go after them like that. Bring them in naturally. They'll start telling you their own intuitive gut and their own messages, 
but you have to be smart enough to understand their over overtones and not shut them down at the pass. I know we think that we have a corner market on using our own intuition because we've been using it forever. But I'm telling you, men are doing a very good job now at getting in touch with that inner soul voice themselves. We have to be ready as women to perceive and react and adapt to the situation that they're bringing it to us. And that includes that intuitive soul knowing. Ladies, we have an extraordinary opportunity here to bring our love communication between the sexes to a greater level. And for once in our lives, in a very long time, we are able to be in the forefront of allowing the men that seem intimidated by that intuitive sense. You know, it's pretty hard to live with someone that may have answers to almost everything. And if they're not used to using that like a muscle, they're going to recoil. So, ladies, I encourage all of you to not beat them over the fact that we possess women's intuition and segregate them to a lower vibration. Really presume that they, too, are in touch with their inner soul voice and message. Just because they don't have the words that we use doesn't mean they're not as intuitive as we are. Some, somewhere along the line, we came up with the idea or the assumption that maybe what they're thinking and the messages that they're clearly getting are not quite as authentic as ours. Or maybe they're just not real. They're never going to take and announce their messages. The movement of intuitive thought is moving very quickly. They're coming up the food chain with us, which is what we've been asking them to do. I'm going to give you a few cues and some thoughts that you might want to look at when you're talking to the men in your life, whether that's a son, a husband, a significant other. I already told you a few cues, but I want you to pay attention to a few more. They're going to use key phrases like this, I got a hunch, or they may say, I just got a feeling about this. Lots of times they'll tell you, I know you don't have to listen to me, but I'm really getting this message or this thought that we should do it. They do a lot of nonverbal communication that women don't do because we're used to talking to each other this way. Take into consideration this is a new territory for a lot of them. They're extremely vulnerable in using this part of their open exchange of soul talk. We are going to always be the stronger suit, but we can encourage them and make them feel emotionally cushioned so they can start sharing more of their intuitive thoughts. The place where men are right now is they are in intuitive individual exploration. Most of us, the women that I work with and the women that I know, most women are way beyond the individual, and now they use their intuition for themselves or groups of people. 
whether that's family, in their careers, or other relationships. You really want to look for men's messages to be singular in content. Usually it means they have an isolated message or thought or hunch or an intuitive soul message that's coming for their for an isolated event or a challenge or maybe even the relationship you're in. They rarely are able to get group messages for themselves now. We have to teach them how to filter through and be ready and alert at all times to get them to act upon these wonderful intuitive bombs that they're dropping in our lap one at a time. Don't be surprised if you have a big look of surprise on their face when they say, I have no idea where it's coming from. They don't want the rest of us to know how sensitive they are, but the secret is they have the inner voice sometimes louder and more pronounced in our lives. Really understand that people are all starting to use their intuitive talk between relationships. I have one warning for all of you, however. Believe it or not, some men and some women are using this intuitive tactic to be controlling over other people. They may use they may use statements like I'm sensing this for you or I was told to tell you this. In those situations, I encourage each one of you to run it through your own intuitive truth meter inside you. There's a lot of great power in those kind of statements, and for some reason, we relinquish our own personal power when someone starts a conversation off with those statements. You need to understand this is the kind of power manipulation that people are using over other people all the time now. So that's my only warning. Understand that it can be abused too. But more importantly, Let's give our men partners and friends and kids, boys and women, the opportunity, however they need to express that intuitive voice and the only way it comes, to be one of the best sensors and to allow them to explore their own intuitive thought and voice message. Next week, I hope this was all helpful. I want to talk about some more intuitive thoughts as we keep growing together. But between now and then, remember, change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. I'll see you the same place, same time, high noon, Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before, just like Jillian warm and fuzzy with an attitude so change already 